Welcome to Daf Mem Dalet, page 44. Now our Mishnah in the beginning of this Amud, in the beginning of this Daf, discusses the idea of Iker and Tafel, and it talks about of the main food and the secondary food. You never make a bracha on the secondary food, only on the main food. So for instance, the Mishnah gives an example that if they brought before you a very salty food, and then bread was with it, even though normally we say that bread is always the Iker, the main thing, but in this case, since you're only having the bread in order to make this the salty food uh, edible that you can eat it, Therefore, the bread becomes tuffle secondary to the salty food, and you want to make the bracha on the salty uh, food, whatever it might be. That's what the Mishnah says. But then the Gemara says, that is it possible? Is there something in, in that category that's so salty that the bread would only be tuffle to it, only secondary? And the Gemara says, we're talking about peros ginosar. These uh, fruits of ginosar, apparently they're so sweet, uh, and so maybe the sweet, according to some commentaries, uh, kind of helps you have the saltiness. But then the sweet is so overwhelming that you need to have bread to kind of limit the sweetness. And as a result of that, you're only eating because of the fruits of Gnosar, and therefore the bread doesn't need its own bracha. The Mara then goes on to talk about praising or how powerfully sweet the fruits of Gnosar. Gnosar is the area around the Yami Kinarit up in Tveria, how wonderful and how delicious that they were, that some, certain rabbis would actually have them and their forehead would get so uh, slippery um, from the, I guess, the juice of the of the of the fruit that a fly would slip off their forehead. Another rabbi's, another set of rabbis, their hair would fall out when they would eat this fruit. A third rabbi, Reish would actually become delirious from eating the fruit, and they actually had to have people who would walk after him or carry him back to where he had to go. Uh, the Gemara goes on and praises different cities that had uh, that Yana Hamelach had, Yana the king had, where. Uh, they, 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 there was so much uh, fruit that had to be harvested that they actually had to have 600,000 uh, little fish or tuna just for the workers to be able to be fed. It's basically just praising how, 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 how much produce these, these particular fields would, would, would make. Um, and the Gemara goes on and talks about different fields that were able to do all that. Uh, the Gemara talks about an interesting story where there was an episode, there was a town called Gufness, and there were 80 pair brothers and 80 sisters um, who, who married uh, into each other. Kohanim were marrying the daughters of, Kohan, of Kohanot just to be able to preserve the lineage of the Kohanim. Uh, the, the, right before the Mishnah, we end up talking about the idea of any meal that uh, doesn't have salt in it is not a meal, and any meal that doesn't have soup in it is also not a meal. Then we go on with the next Mishnah, and the Mishnah talks about um, when are you supposed to bench? It's a very interesting question. When you look in the Torah, in Devarim, when it talks about the mitzvah of Chalpa if you look two verses before that, it lists the, the seven meaning, the seven species. And then it talks about a land that not in poverty does it have bread. The bread is, is always full, it's always overflowing. And then it says when you eat and you drink, you should be satisfied. So Rebbe Gamliel understands the concept of Birkat Mazon is going back on the first Pasuk and talking about the seven species. So he says anything from the seven species would actually get Birkat Mazon, even the non-bread things like grapes, and figs and pomegranates. Whereas the Chacham say, none of the, the Pasuk of Yachat of, of, of benching is only going on uh, the bread. It's not going back on the Shivas Hamin and the seven species. But Yekiva says that even if you have uh, cooked, cooked foods, cooked vegetables, if they actually sustain you, you, wouldn't actually ma- you would actually bench. And then the Mishnah concludes by saying, if you drink water only out of a sense of thirst, you make a shahakal. And Rav Tarfan says, make a boron fashos. So this boron fashos, which we understand to be the bracha achrona, the final bracha, actually for Rav Tarfan was the bracha that you made before you had a water. Uh, the Gemara goes on and explains the different uh, opinions of when, when you, whether you bench on things that are seven species based on the understanding of the, of the, of the Pasuk, which we mentioned before.
The Gemara also talks about the idea that uh, things that you don't do, Berkat Mazon, if it's Mazon or if it's Gefen, if it's grapes, you would actually make a Bore Pri, you would actually make an Alhamichya, what we call Alhamichya, which in the Gemara calls it a Bracha Achas Mein Shalosh, because it's one Bracha that has the themes of all of the first three blessings of the uh, benching of the Berkat Mazon there. And the Gemara goes and gives different versions of the Alhamichya and what it would look like, whether you had grape products or whether you actually had um, bread. Um, the, Gemara, the Gemara then continues on the Ahmed Bays uh, with discussions about when do you make a Borinifashos. Uh, some people say you only make Borinifashos on eggs and on, uh, on meat, but on vegetables not. Some say you do it on vegetables as well, but not water. And the plaque is that you make a Borinifashos even on water. Then the Gemara goes on to say that um, there are some things that actually need a bracha before, but do not need a bracha after. What is that? And the Gemara says, this either refers to birchas ha-mitzvah, uh, mitzvah, mitzvah blessings, you don't have a bracha afterwards, or it refers to birchas ha-reach, blessings on smell, they only have a bracha before, they don't have a bracha um, afterwards. The Gemara goes on to talk about eggs, the value of eggs. Eggs are so good that there's nothing the size of an egg, except for meat, that is, that has as much nutrients and is healthy for you. And then almost the rest of the daf really talks about different items and, and how good they are healthy for you, including interesting discussions about uh, the healthiest part or the best part of the meat would be parts that are closest to the shechita, where you shechted the animal, the neck, and things that actually gave life to the animal. That's actually the healthiest things. Mar talks about uh, fish and health qualities of fish and uh, maybe salty fish being bad for you, except if you drink beer after it. But basically, look at the rest of the dot for different health items on different uh, foods that you have. That concludes page 44. Join you tomorrow for 45.